wait should we record this? wait should we record this when do you want to start the podcast is it is it happening now five four three two one hello hey i'm sydney <laughs> i'm chloe and welcome to our podcast wait, should we record this wait should we record this okay let's record this okay it's recording it's recording <laughs> wow yes wow so, on our podcast you can tune in we're two friends <laughs> that we are on opposite coasts and yep. have lots of random thoughts and ideas that we're going to talk about absolutely and that's kind of the theme of our podcast so if you are interested in listening <laughs> we're gonna have lots of fun <sighs> thought-provoking conversations yes girl talk here smash the subscribe button yeah tune like, in like comment share. <laughs> like comment subscribe yeah this will be this will be a good podcast i think it'll be fun and it's it's kind of inspired by us just already talking about shit all the time with each other anyway right exactly brainstorming thought dumping random things and thinking should we record it why not well we already kind of were like the idea behind this so chloe lives in hawaii and i live in california and to stay in touch and communicate we both are grad students and lead very busy lives we would just send like tiny little video blog updates to one another about yes. our day. And it was like really nice to have, not have to commit to like this FaceTime set time where we're both free to talk, but then just have yeah. this low maintenance way to catch up. And it was so fun that we decided why not have a podcast and continue our vlog. <laughs> These 30 seconds. Yes. I love I love the short vlogs. The voice notes and the Snapchats and the mini blogs are the best. I love it. But yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to challenge our own friendship too and just keep pushing conversations, talking about random stuff, talking about topics that maybe we don't bring up in conversation that much or say out loud all that much or talk about um, often. And I'm excited too, because we'll probably be bringing on friends of ours to have chats with us as well. We can talk about different topics with them. And yeah, I'm wondering, do you want to introduce yourself? Like give yourself a background? Yeah. Who are you? Who is she? Who is she? Who's that girl? I'm not a singer. Um, I (laughs) am currently. Wait, what's your name? I'm Sydney. Oh, hi. You got to get to know our voices. I'm <laughs> Sydney. I'm not named after the country. Um, I'm actually named after a paramedic. What, is, what country is Sydney? Australia. Well, okay. <laughs> country. I'm not named after. I got you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. You're right. It's a serious <laughs> There just goes to show my ego. <laughs> Anyways, um, it's worth being a country for your sake only. It is. I don't, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so moving on. I am currently studying traditional Chinese medicine and acupuncture. I'm in a four-year doctorate program. Ooh, la la. Funny saying that. Um, and I'm about halfway done, but it's something I'm really passionate about. I love helping clients and helping people to take on their health and feel empowered to be the best, most optimal versions of themselves. So that's what I'm doing here in the universe right now. Amazing. Amazing. What do you like? What are other things about you that are not school related? Not- or career oriented yeah i love the beach i love the sun and warmth and i love to surf and paddleboard pretty much any water activity um definitely beach person through and through love spending time with friends and so i'm so excited for this podcast to get to yeah connect with different souls regardless of where we are in proximity um yeah yeah 
That's a little snippet about me. And who are you, Miss Chloe? Um, my name is Chloe, and I'm currently living in Maui with my grandma. And I'm also in grad school, so I'm in my master's program at UCLA, but it's online, so I get to be here. I'm finishing up in the next, like, three or four weeks, which is wild to me. So soon. A whirlwind adventure. But my master's is in GIS and technology, so I always love maps and environmental science and things like that. So that's what I'm doing for school. And then with the rest of my life, I work at a coffee shop. So I'm a barista and I love it. It's my, probably the favorite job I've ever had. And I like you, Sydney, love the beach, beach girl all the way. I love outside too. Yeah. Go off. I should add both Chloe and I grew up in Santa Barbara, California. Yeah. We had the beach at our playground and perhaps we should do an origin story of our friendship yeah this would be a good time this would be a good okay yeah but continue introducing yourself oh there's not too much more but yeah I love the beach I love to be outside I also like surfing but I only really ride a Costco board so it's mediocre surfing only and (laughs) I love spending time with my friends I really love spending time with myself too and just being in the zone with yourself listening to music eating food doing normal enjoyable human things but i'm very excited to be talking with you and yeah i'm excited to connect with friends because i i feel like this pandemic i've done a lot of zoom hangouts in the past Mm -hmm. you know two and a half years um, and they're really, really fun, but like, kind of like you said, it's, it can be hard and feel a little bit overwhelming to be so structured with it. So I'm excited cool. to kind of find a balance between having a topic and having like something to discuss and like an incentive that we both show up for, but also having it be flexible enough that it's just hanging out with your friends and it doesn't have to be super formal and we don't have to prepare a ton. Oh, it's meant to invite people on to connect yeah yeah and I'm excited to see where this goes this is obviously just for fun and just for us but it's I I think it'll be cool and even if nobody listens to it and it's just you and I and whoever friends we invite on it's gonna be really cool I think when we're older even later this year even next year whatever or many years older version of us listening back to this I think will be cool and I think it's special it'll be like a time, time capsule time. yeah and, you know we grow and evolve and change and we'll yes like, yeah 10 years down the road when we're like these boss ass bitches we'll be like oh my god do you remember when we were like little seedlings starting out yeah, yeah. and had all these big hopes and dreams and now we're doing all that shit yeah yeah we're little seedlings at our ripe ages of 27 exactly. <laughs> yeah. but should we give the listeners our crazy large audience some background on how you and i met where we came from oh because we're going on what like is it 15 years of friendship is my math right there probably probably what is it 2022 we graduated high school yeah means that would be we're nine years out of high school nine years out of high school and we friends like sophomore year of high school yeah i think we're like 12 or 13 years 13 pretty good yeah we're pushing 15 for sure yeah we are pushing 15 that's pretty wild and I think what's cool so yeah obviously we met we both went to high school together in Santa Barbara those chargers or for the real ones in Goleta if you know you know that's true and yeah what's funny between us is I don't think we were as close of friends in high school (laughs) nearly as close as we were in college and beyond which is kind of funny but I think we had like a moment in high school we were close we definitely like drifted in college mm-hmm. and then beyond we like kind of rekindled yeah, rekindled yeah. we definitely did we did rekindle but yeah I feel like we had a lot of um mutual friends in high school so we were in the same kind of social circles um and then yeah like you said we kind of did our own things for college 
seeing each other back on break and stuff. But honestly, I feel like we kind of reconnected without going into too much detail when we were both just kind of going through it for different reasons. <laughs> and I remember meeting and I think we had lunch together. We had smoothies at blenders or something like that. And I remember sitting at like a picnic table together at Camino Real, the little shopping center. If you know, you know, again, and having like a three hour heart to heart deep talk out of nowhere, which was probably the deepest conversation we had had of our friendship, like mm-hmm. up until that moment. And I feel like since then, it's just been such a easy friendship, but a friendship with depth. So it's nice that, you know, there's not really expectations for anything other than the occasional blog. But when we get to hang out, it's like, it does feel like a deeper friendship connection that is long lasting. Don't exactly remember the specific conversation you're referring to. (gasps) Rude. I'm the one with the bad memory. I remember. Apparently I have a bad memory. I, I, I mean, it's fine. Just remember that it was happened. Like that very much seems like something. Yeah. Yeah. You were sitting on like the kahuna grill side of the table and I was sitting on like the Wait, was this like after college no it was in college it was like one of the breaks on college I think after you came back from Thailand okay mm-hmm. possibly but anyway what were we going through like can you jog my memory a little yeah bit? you were going through a breakup you had okay. freshly yep. broken up Ten times remember. and I think I was just sad I don't know <laughs> I don't really remember <laughs> I think I was having a identity crisis but okay you know all right but yeah it was good <laughs> we connected over it well and good i'm glad thank god for hard times and yeah you're together rekindling flames yes but anyway now look at us here 13 years later making a podcast yeah and well, what i love about our friendship too is like usually we're not in the same town at the same yeah. time but yeah like you're such a breath of fresh air, you know, like it's a very effortless friendship, but I know it's like so deep and I can be so raw and it's not a friendship that I feel like, oh, I really have to try hard, but I know like you'll always be in my corner. Yeah. Yeah. It's a rare thing. And the crazy thing is too, for a minute, we did live in the same town. Glory days, the glory days. From each other. And that was like a blast. But it was nice too, because I was like, okay, well, I know you're moving to the other yeah. side of the country, but I know that's not going to change yeah. like, friendship at all. Yeah. And I haven't. I feel like I talk to you like just as much. So. Yeah, totally. Totally. And I feel like too, as we get older and it's not as common to have some of your old friends live in the same town as you, mm-hmm. like usually I feel like as adults, we then have our like core connections of friends dispersed geographically everywhere and then you make new friends of course in your in your place you know whatever phase of life you're currently in whether it's through your like jobs or hobbies or school or just whatever location you're in but yeah the moment that we actually shared adult locations for the same time for the first time actually since high school for those two months of living in Santa Cruz, quite literally on the same street, was a point in time that I will remember fondly forever for so many reasons. But that was, that was such a fun time. But yeah, totally. I I totally agree. No matter where we are, it yeah, I always got you. I always yeah. sit in your jacuzzi at your parents' house, and we can always have a deep talk. Hell yeah. <laughs> Yeah, or I'll, there's no getting rid of me you know yeah, no no and I would never want to so it's perfect anyway what should be topic number one for today would you like to introduce it yes so the whole idea that inspired this podcast is I was in therapy go therapy, go um, therapy. Listeners, not going I recommend it to everybody yes um I'm going through through some like personal things right now and was like you know I need a tune-up therapy is a good thing and my therapist gave me this suggestion of embracing my fuck yes and I turned to Chloe and I was like um my therapist told me to do this and I don't really know what that <laughs> means. do you have any ideas of like 
what fuck yeses are. And so then we just started brainstorming about what the spirit of fuck yes is and kind of landed on this idea of a podcast. Um, But to me, the spirit of fuck yes is, you know, you can walk through life and say fuck you to people. Or you could walk through life and be like, yeah, I don't need to be living in that like negative space. And instead I'm going to embrace things that get me excited and stoked on life and make me want to be like, fuck yes, I'm so into this person or so into this activity or so into whatever. Fuck yes, I want to do it. Yeah. Um, So that is kind of what we're going to talk about here. Yay. Yeah, it was funny when you first reached out because... I wasn't sure what you meant by fuck yes either. And it was funny for you to say, I actually also don't know what she's talking about. <laughs> Trying to work through what it means. But yeah, I think it's good because it's it's not like a toxic positivity, like live, laugh, love vibe where it's like good vibes only. It's not like that. It doesn't seem like that at least. It seems like where can I find more enthusiasm for life, to be honest? Like, because I feel like sometimes with I mean to speak in generalizations like with everything going on in the world and everything that has continued to go on and compile on top of each other in so many different corners of our life throughout the past couple years it's hard to find motivation to like get excited about anything I just feel like so like I don't know you're just getting kind of broken down over and over and you're like what's the point where do I turn to for anything exciting like nothing you know jazzes me up anymore and to be able to find something that you can say like fuck yes about and it doesn't have to be about like you performing to some level or you achieving some success or you like doing really anything like I don't know. It could just be whatever. It could just be little moments. And I think that's exciting and fun and a good way to try to more intentionally find something that gets you excited in your life. Totally. Well, I like your point too, of like, there is such thing as toxic positivity, like this live, laugh, love makes yeah. it seem like you have to be bright and happy all the time. And like, that's not appropriate. There are times in life yeah. where shit's hitting the fan or like you're getting hit hard and like it's okay to feel sad or it's okay to feel low and down and like it doesn't mean you're a failure of a person because you're not in a good mood all of the fucking time Mm -hmm. but yeah there also are where moments where it's like yeah you know what there are hard things but I can still find small moments of joy in everyday life that sometimes feels really mundane but like yeah if you can take a mundane moment and find something that brings you joy and nourishment then like more power to you yeah and so I think this week I embraced that I did something that was new and yet old what did you do so before this pandemic hit I so I grew up dancing I did ballet forever and that was a whole that's a whole other conversation but (laughs) so that's another episode (laughs) I had a love for but also there was a lot of toxicity in that I have still to this day, like a lot of chronic injuries that came from it. There was disordered eating, like, you know, the dance world for any of our listeners that have done dance, it's a beautiful thing, but can be really intense and difficult for a lot of reasons too. Um, But after I had time away from doing ballet and, you know, went through college and whatever, I was then working in like a Monday through Friday, eight to five job, kind of feeling like my soul was being sucked out of me. And I was like, I need hobby and like Mm -hmm. something to do that does nourish me and bring me joy and I have always loved hula and Tahitian and I love dancing too but because I'm so drawn to the beach there's something behind hula and Tahitian and just like the culture and the stories that are told through dance and through your body has always been something I have loved and just found like so amazing and so I started that And then the pandemic hit. And so I stopped dancing and got involved in other things and life got busy and that kind of fell by the wayside. Um, But anyway, this week I started it back up and that was such a fuck yes moment for me. And something just like being in that space gave me so much happiness and my soul just felt so fed to be in this space where I was in this community of women sharing this 
experience and moving our bodies through dance and telling these stories of like these ancient beautiful islands and oh it felt so good so so good my body after was like oh my hips hurt like (laughs) I'm exhausted yeah my back hurts my knee hurts but yeah overall was like such a positive thing and it was one of those things where I was like why did I take so much time off from this and it was just excuses of like I don't have time I don't have money I need to be studying and it's just you got to make time for those yeah so important totally you I'm so happy I'm so happy for you because I remember when we went to the hula class together in Santa Cruz and you took me to one and I guess that had to have been pre-pandemic right Mm -hmm. and it was so fun I had no idea what to expect I'm not a dancer by any means and I was just blown away one by the class but also by you and how much like you were talented of course but then also how much passion you had for it and you were so excited about it and I feel like you also do it in such a respectful manner where you do put in the time and energy to learn the culture and the stories and the history and the significance of it and even like the spirituality of it I think comes so naturally to you but it was so fun and I I just remember seeing how much like you were lighting up when we were doing it in person so I'm so happy that you went back to it and I'm excited to, to see and it was so fun to share that class with you too just that oh, it was were- so fun I would love to go again sometime with you yes that would be fun. awesome Super and I fun. think yeah you can dance and move your body but I think if you don't know like the story you're telling yeah. there's no link to that you know and then you can't convey the dance very well so yeah yeah there's more to it than just the steps yeah totally you also got to do a <laughs> and tried something new. I did some fuck yes dancing myself this week I did yeah so one of my friends who I work with at the coffee shop had found this pole dancing class that's here in Kihei in Maui and it's right around the corner from my house it's quite literally down the street I could walk there I didn't walk there yesterday but I could absolutely have walked there and it was this amazing little kind of hole in the wall place in what looked kind of like an abandoned almost strip mall kind of thing tiny little thing behind the gas station very odd location but anyway um you go in and the front part is kind of like a sex shop where there's like the classic like sex toys and lingerie and things like that they also sold these crazy tall platform heels and then in the back they have a pole studio so it's like a normal standard kind of dance studio hardwood floor with mirrors but then there's the poles that are coming down and they dim the lighting it was amazing they had led lights so it was a perfect light situation like dark with purple lighting very sexy lighting it was so fun the instructor her platform shoes had lights in the platforms that changed colors and flashed but anyway the also something I learned yesterday that I never knew because I took a pole dancing class a few years ago when I was in Washington DC for work because they had them at my gym and I went to a few and it was super fun um but it was a little bit more crowded in those ones and and we didn't get as crazy into like tricks or anything like that but it was super fun so I knew I would like the environment and the atmosphere I have a question when you yeah was it just you and your friend in the class yeah so we went just the two of us kind of expecting us there to be more people but it ended up just being two of us so it was kind of like a nice almost private lesson intro thing but the poles spin and it's the coolest thing because you can hold on to it and grip them and then you spin and your body spins but your hands stay gripped it's amazing but anyway, she taught us some choreography. We did this really hard warm up. I was sweating in 30 seconds. Like anybody who knows me knows I'm a sweaty person. So I'm instantly sweating. But we did a little warm up. It was so fun. Like we didn't know what to wear. We just wore like spandex shorts and comfortable shirts. Um, she had like ass out. She was in like her 50s, ass out, hair down. She was crushing it. And she taught us this whole routine and then we got to put our phones because they have built-in phone holders at the beginning or at the front of the studio because they know obviously you want to record yourself. And so then at the end, she had us put our phones up there, record, 
and she picked a few different songs of a, a few different varieties um, of like styles and we got to just perform our little routine it was so fun and then when we were leaving there was a, the next class was coming in and it was like mostly young people but there was men and there was women and there's people of all different body sizes and it was just super fun and I can't wait to go back so I'm super excited it was an absolute fuck yes I had the privilege of seeing a video I sent you the video (laughs) and let me tell you you don't get to see this (laughs) he freaking killed it like always not a dancer and seeing this I never would have thought <laughs> known that like I would have been like damn she fucking knows what she's doing she's working this pole she's moving her body in all the right ways like and made me be like I want to go take a pole class like right, right? now I was so obsessed fun. and like the energy you were giving was just like <laughs> sexy badass bitch like, confidence through the roof definitely definitely and part of me too was like, fuck, I should just go my, myself. But I also was like, this would be such a fun thing to do with you. Yeah, you know? it would. It's super fun to go with friends. Like I remember when I went to the one in DC, I went by myself because I was obviously there alone. And the people that you meet in those types of classes, I'll go ahead and make a generalization that they're pretty fucking cool people. Like yeah. everybody's super welcoming. The energy is great. Everybody's hyping you up. That's kind of the whole point. It's a very much like safe, welcoming space for anybody to be a part of. But it's super fun when you go with friends. And that was the first time I'd ever been like with somebody that I knew. And it was super fun. And I can't wait to go because also I feel like you in particular, being the star diva performer that you are, would just absolutely take it to the next level. And the hair, like, the hair flips I'm a little bit sad I just got a haircut like within the last couple of days and so my hair is even shorter than it normally is so I don't have as much to flip but the hair flipping was like an integral part of the routine and it came up three or four different times where cue hair flip so you're gonna crush it I'm so excited it's so fun we'll go to this one when I come visit yeah 100 percent yes you can come and you can meet my friends and stuff it'll be really fun i can't wait yeah I yeah but I'm like i'm gonna just teach myself this choreography and do this honestly room without i'm sure you could find it on youtube anywhere just watch my video it. over <laughs> just watch my I'm video watching, on the loop. Like, i was shocked how easy she made it seem too yeah because normally for me choreography is really confusing and awkward and I can't connect my body and my brain. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. It's like I can do sports, but the dance part is hard. But for some reason, it was it was very smooth the way that she described it, and and there was more flexibility of you know add some freestyle, feel yourself, right. do whatever you need to do. But I swear she so the class also had in the studio, kind of like sample sizes of all different stripper heels, basically. And so she asked us at the beginning, like, find a size that fits for you, blah, blah, blah. So we warmed up in the stripper heels. (laughs) And I kid you not, like, you know, when you get a manicure and you start acting different, just put those heels on. I was a different person. I don't even know where it came from. I was all of a sudden the hottest person that's ever graced this planet. Like my ego exploded through the roof. It was just so fun. And then we started doing like spin tricks and stuff. And she's like, take the shoes off. I was like, you're probably right. I signed the waiver before I came in, but I don't want to have to use it. So we took them off, but it's so fun. And I would recommend it for anyone. What? I'm just to put the heels on because I feel like I'm a diva anyway. Yeah. Yeah. It might be a dangerous level, a dangerous level of diva for you in the shoes. (laughs) But honestly, I... For, for the listeners out there if anybody has ever thought of wanting to do any dance class like take it for me somebody who does not dance and I think many would say or like very if you talk to anyone in my family they'd be like she's the dorkiest dancer in the world she would never but I feel like taking a chance and just like letting it go nobody fucking cares it's so fun so for anybody out there who has ever wanted to try a dance class of any sort, especially a pole dance or a sexy class or whatever, 
don't feel bashful go for it the people there and the environment there is going to be so welcoming and so encouraging and it's just so much fun and you get so much confidence plus it's also a workout so you get the double confidence from the endorphins from actually moving your body plus just like the social and emotional feedback from everyone else is so fun and yeah I think you don't have to worry like oh my god I feel so ridiculous like everyone's gonna be really well no one cares it's great that you're trying new things and I think it doesn't even have to be a dance class like just to our listeners if there's ever something that's like oh I've always wanted to try this and just never worked at the nerve life is short go do it you will probably be like why didn't I do this sooner like yeah and I loved it or maybe you didn't love it but hey at least you can say you know what I did that and I can check it off and it wasn't for me or it was, you know, but yeah. I think either way, like embrace what your fuck yes is. Yes. Fuck yes. yes. I feel like also whether you like it or not, it's a fun memory for you. And huh. think about what's a worst case scenario. It's yeah. not that bad. Like what worst case scenario is you're embarrassed. Everybody else is so good and you're bad. Who cares? Everyone started somewhere. You're also probably never see those people again. And they're so obsessed with themselves. They're looking at themselves in the mirror. They're not looking at you. Literally dance studios <laughs> are covered in mirrors. Like no one's looking at you. Everyone's watching themselves and checking themselves. Yes. Out. That's why dance studios have so many mirrors. It's literally to train yourself to watch yourself. Yeah. I'm also thinking maybe this is why I'm such a diva. Like I was trained to do you were performing for yourself for your entire life (laughs) to do that I was trained to like watch myself and critique and put on that performance energy so I feel a little more justified of like it's okay that I'm a diva (laughs) yeah so in the spirit oh fuck yes what are some other ones that you've thought of or that you're looking forward to trying um so I think surfing alone yeah fun because so I live in Santa Cruz California and for those that are familiar Santa Cruz has a huge surf community and it could be kind of intense and I'm just like a mediocre surfer I love going for fun but I am not an intense like dawn patrol every day like that is not <laughs> me. I'm just going for fun like I enjoy it I love being in the water it feels very cleansing very refreshing and sometimes I can get really intimidated in Santa Cruz yeah are it's an intense community of surfers and so I'm always just feel safer with a buddy and yeah. so I'll be like oh a friend like I'll go or whatever also the water's a little cooler and so I'm also <laughs> like eh, isn't really worth it um but I think for me being like this is something I can completely do alone and being okay and feeling safe in the water to go yeah is something that I'm like fuck yes I'm gonna take ownership of this and I'm not gonna let these intense people like yeah scare me out of it yeah and that's good like that you bring up safety too because I feel like in a lot of cases it's like oh fuck it go alone do it go take yourself out to a restaurant whatever but especially with surfing when you're in open water and things like that it's good to consider safety and it is tricky because I feel like I'm very much in the same boat in terms of surfing as you are in that yeah I can stand up and it's fun and all that stuff is great but I'm not with my Costco board able to duck dodge dip whatever as other people are oncoming you know by the masses catching all the same wave so it can be really scary to just navigate that and it is helpful to have like another person at least with you but at the same time, I don't know if I've ever regretted going surfing. And I try to remind myself of that. Same thing with like exercising or I, I don't really go to the gym anymore. But when I used to go to the gym, like I've never regretted going. Right. And I think for surfing, especially when it is colder climate, it feels like such a lift. You have to get your board. You have to get your fucking wetsuit on. It takes five minutes and I'm sweating, putting the wetsuit on. And then you have to carry it down and then you have to paddle out there. And the whole thing at a minimum is like an hour and a half yeah. minimum absolute minimum it takes some time and it's so not- it feels like too much yeah and then you come home and then you have to rinse out your you know wetsuit yeah. hang it up clean it there's sand everywhere all that stuff but at the same time I don't know if I've ever regretted it and it yeah. also doesn't have to be an all the time thing and I think for me living here in Maui I was like 
once I got my surfboard, feeling like I needed to go all the time. And if I wasn't going, I was wasting time or, you know, it, I wasn't doing it up to whatever standard I made up in my head. And now it's like, I don't have to go surfing every week. I can go surfing every other week, every three weeks. And it's still really fun. And it's still time. I also just feel like you were saying it's, it feels really cleansing and, and refreshing. It also just, I feel like gives me clarity. The chance to quite literally be removed from like technology and my phone and the computer. And I don't have to look at a screen and I don't even have to talk to anybody. And I can just hang out by myself and like physically exert myself, but also have so many moments of just peace and looking around and just gratitude for what environment you're in, like sitting around looking, looking at the ocean, looking at the shore. I feel like is so, so special and unlike anything else, but I'm glad that that's a good fuck yes for you. My mom said to me, cause one day I came home, shout out to mama Dawn. I came home from surfing and she's like, well, how was it? And I was like, eh, it was okay. Like waves are mediocre. I caught a couple, but like there wasn't a lot of power. And you know, I was like, analyzing yeah, yeah, yeah. like conditions weren't optimal. Prime, yeah. Standards. And she was like, well, Sydney, the worst day surfing is still better than the best day working. And I was like, oh my Fast. God, talk about perspective. Like, that's so true. Like, even if conditions were not optimal like it was still so great to be out there and like I feel so grateful that I have the ability to do this and I'm in a space where I can enjoy this outlet that I love and yeah okay maybe like conditions weren't perfect but compared to anything else I could have been doing like yeah that was still pretty fucking great you know yeah yeah you're still out in the sun when I'm like oh it's cold or whatever and I go hey you know what the worst day surfing still better than the best day working. So amen to that, Dawn. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, it's a good reminder. That is good. Yeah. Well, and here's another one today. So I went to the beach today to go study and like soak up some sunshine and just change my environment a little bit. And I ran into a professor of mine. And like as I was leaving, I like saw him again and passed him. And he's like, Oh, are you doing anything fun tonight? Mind you, it's a Saturday night here. <laughs> and I was like, uh, no, like I'm just gonna hang out and relax and like take a break from school and just like be, you know. But in the moment I felt like oh, I'm so lame, like I don't have plans yeah. for Saturday. and he did, and mind you, he's like three young kids, and he's like, Yeah, we're gonna go listen to like live music, which I'm like that's great too and then yeah. I was feeling like oh I hate that question when people are like any fun plans and if you don't have fun plans feel like shit like, oh I'm such a loser I don't have yeah plans. it's like you don't have to have plans like sometimes no plans are the best plans you know? yeah totally I look forward to days because I just feel like most of the time when I don't have plans I'm just laying around like half doing homework half stressing half on my phone like very dispersed with my attention and then it's just time for bed and sometimes when you have sure if you go out or you're you know going to dinner you're going to show going to the bars whatever that's like an intentional choice of where your intention or your energy and your whatever is going you're going to be focused on that thing for the evening you're not going to be thinking about homework or whatever but the reverse when you have like intentional rest time I think is so amazing and I feel like I need to do a better job of that of why am I half-assing I'm half homeworking and I'm half thising like that's just it's not productive and it's just like prolonging my stress where it's like if I just set some shit aside and I was like no today I'm doing nothing or like this evening I'm gonna just focus on you know doing the whole shower routine everything the whole skincare I'm gonna paint my nails I'm gonna like do all the things I'm going to watch that Netflix documentary that everyone's talking about that I haven't seen yet or whatever it is and actually like get into your crispy fresh made bed at 6 p.m and be like this is where I'm going to be for the next four hours like that's amazing and I feel like there's no shame in that at all totally to just be intentional with your time to be yeah embracing your fuck yes or embracing I don't have a fuck yes but I'm going to embrace not having that and just yeah yeah amazing thing too yeah totally and I also feel like it 
it is awkward but I feel like people don't ask that question unless they have something going on like I don't know I don't really run around being like what are you doing for fun what are you doing for fun like I feel like that's a better question than like what are you doing tonight like Mm. you got anything fun going on like this week or like something a little bit more broad in general well and I think it was just you know I was passing leaving wasn't gonna not say anything so I was like oh like good to see you and I think for him as an effort to be like, I'm going to take it a step further to be yeah. like, yeah, good to see you too, whatever. What's up to tonight? Just like, you know, yeah, try to continue conversation. Yeah. But it wasn't a good continuing conversation. Yeah. And yeah, he did have plans. So maybe he just, <laughs> he's like, I'm not a regular professor. I'm a cool professor. It was a plug for his friend's band. I don't. Maybe. I don't but it also was a fine length. So I was like, well, you're with your family. I doubt you really want to be like interacting with a student who you associate with your work. I don't know. Yeah. What a fine line too, for me to be like, I also don't want to like overstep and interfere with your family. Right. 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 Yeah. Uh, but I think it's fine. Yeah. If they're like, what are you up to? Like, I got no plans Yeah, and I'm proud of it. <laughs> exactly. But it was getting to the, I'm proud of it part because after I had to have this whole dialogue with myself of like, am I having FOMO? Should I be doing something? What would I want to be doing? Mm-hmm. Like, what are my friends doing? I don't know. You know? And then I'm like, no, I get to go connect with one of my best friends. And I'm excited for that. I wasn't going to go. Like, <laughs> I'm starting a podcast with my friend. <laughs> you should actually uh, like that. Yeah. Okay. So no, and totally. I, uh, uh, nothing. I'm just going to chill. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What do you mean? Like, this is chill. I'm chilling with a good, I should have just said I'm hanging out. With I'm hanging with a friend. Yeah. But you know, 20, 2020 is always hindsight or that. Hindsight's 2020. There you go. That you got it. You got it. I don't anymore. Like, I don't think I would want to be doing anything else right now. Yeah. I heard a quote, I think it was on TikTok or something, but it was like maybe Instagram, some social media thing that was like, we need to stop having FOMO for things we don't even want to go to, which I was like, I mean, that show does sound like fun, but I feel like half the time, you know, you see people on social media or you're invited to something and it's like, oh, we're going to go do this and that, like rage your fucking crazy shit. And I'm like, oh, dang it. And then I'm like, I don't even like that. Like, why am I even sad? Like, I don't even want to be doing that. Or like, even if it is something as simple as like going out to dinner, I'm like, I don't want to be spending $75 and have to take a shower and put my outfit on. Like, I would rather not. So why am I even thinking like, oh have this FOMO whatever when I don't even want to go like think about you going do you actually want that you're going to be having FOMO for the version of you that stayed home yeah you're going to be like wow I can't wait to put on my pajamas get in bed and like watch tv yeah (laughs) that was literally me last night I went to a birthday party which I mean I was looking forward to because I had like a little social interaction throughout the day and so I was like oh I'm excited I get to see my friends but like after a point, I was like, okay, I'm like also ready to go. Uh, tapped out. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm going to a wedding this coming week, which I'm super excited because I love weddings. They make me cry every time and they're just fun. Celebration of love and that's yeah. And I don't know if I'll ever have a wedding of my own, like by choice. Like I don't even know if I want to get married, but something about weddings really. Okay. Of your own by choice. if you have a wedding of your own wouldn't it be by choice like you're not you're not gonna have an arranged marriage. well no I know I know I mean more like I may never I may choose to never have a wedding yeah, as opposed it. to like I really want one and I don't get one which like could also happen I guess but if something changes inside me where I really want a wedding and then no one wants to marry me then that's something but no I think that like I might choose to never get married yeah. which would be me choosing to never have a wedding but at the same time, it's just so beautiful and lovely. So I'm super excited to go to that wedding. But I am almost anticipating feeling overwhelmed with social interaction because it's going to be lots of people, lots of people that I used to be really close with from college. So it's kind of like a reunion of sorts, which is so, so fun and exciting. But it's just going to be a lot. And we're all staying in this big house together. And it's going to be a lot of traveling and people and just well, a like, lot like, like so. multiple days too yeah it's gonna be multi-day multi-event it's not like oh a it's, couple hours and then I get yeah to 
out you're like I've got to be on for like days yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be a whirlwind one but it's gonna be super fun so I'm excited um so fun. but yeah I think it's good to have a balance between feeling like you want to participate in big social events and then also just like crafting time for yourself mm-hmm. for me it's finding that balance I feel like I get stuck where it's either like I have weekends that are filled yeah and I have like zero downtime and then yeah. like, burnt out going into the week or the other end where it's like it's so chill and it's like finding the balance of like I want things to look forward to and activities yeah to with time for like intentional downtime too yeah yeah so and I feel like too sometimes when I worked now my work schedule is all over the place because I work at a cafe so I work on the weekends like my like typical weekend is dispersed throughout the work week um but when I used to work my corporate job and it was Monday through Friday I used to also feel like if I didn't do something on the weekend, it was almost a waste. Like even if my body and mind needed rest so desperately, if I did nothing Friday, Saturday, Sunday, come Monday, I'd be like, well, the fuck, like I wasted that time, which is not a good mindset either. But I think what helped with that and what helped for me was like the social thing that makes it feel worthwhile or it makes it feel like oh, I'm enjoying my weekend or I'm taking advantage of my weekend, like can also be filled with things that are, you're doing by yourself. Mm-hmm. Like those kind of milestone memory things of your weekend where you're like, oh, I did that this weekend. Or like, that's what you can talk about with people or that's what you can remember. That's what you can attribute to that weekend, that downtime away from work can be things like doing shit with yourself, like going surfing by yourself or like going, like we talked about this a little bit before, but literally go to the park and romanticize it a little bit extra take yeah. a cute picture of your little picnic blanket and like buy yourself some flowers like it's all like hack stuff like it's, it's so cheesy so and so cliche but the annoying thing is it actually fucking works like it's so fucking cringy to say like buy yourself flowers and take yourself on a date but it's like that shit actually hits pretty hard like you do it and you're like oh wow <laughs> has something behind it about is like enjoying my own company yeah and it's something I'm working on but it's very much a work in progress yeah I feel like to a degree there is like this societal pressure because yeah Monday rolls around you go back into work or school and yeah oh how was your weekend you do this weekend yeah I laid on my couch and watched tv all weekend like you know sometimes it's like that's what I did and it was great I just needed that downtime to like yeah not think about anything but it's almost like, well, what a waste. Like I have nothing to show for my weekend, nothing. To yeah. And yeah, we should just like move away from that of like, yeah. Thing over your weekend. Well, it's like, then you have to like prove yourself. You prove yourself all throughout the week via your productivity. Right. But then your rest has to be productive also. Like that's fucked up. Fun or, well, it's yeah. like, it like not long enough to like, you know, achieve everything you need to do, whether it's like grocery shopping, laundry, cleaning, like all yeah. that and it falls by the wayside, but things you need to do to like catch up yeah. yourself through the week, you need like a day to rest. And then if you want like a day for fun, and if you have a two day weekend, there's just not enough time. Yeah, that's true. Do all that. That's very true. So anyway, what else have you like thought on what fuck yes means hmm. to you? For me, I feel like the spirit of fuck yes is like really just centered around what you're excited about. And I feel like it helps, which is obvious, but I feel like it helps you kind of choose things that you care about separate of what you think other people want from you or would expect from you. And I feel like for me in the past, I don't know, maybe a year, I would say, like looking back a year ago, my life was way different. And I think I kind of really leaned into the fuck yes in the past year of my life. Um, Yeah. And it's super paid off. I don't regret it. Do you want to speak to how you've leaned into it? Because you have had huge. I have had humongous changes in my life for sure. Um, But yeah, I guess Uh, for the listeners out there um yeah this time last year I was working at my corporate job that I had been at for 
four and a half years, basically since I graduated college. It was the only job in the field, quote unquote, that I'd ever had. Um, it was a well-paying job. I had a lot of responsibility. Um, yeah, it was like everything was great on paper and just inside it sucked. I, I hated it. Like the people honestly were great for the most part. Um, there was a few bad apples, but I had a lot of really good friends and mentors and people in my life who had been in my life for many years by, by that point and had seen me kind of rise in the past couple of years as kind of a fresh graduate to like a competent adult corporate lady. And it was just eating me away on the inside. I was so overworked. I was so stressed. And it was just a lot of compounding factors with everything happening politically, socially, like, I don't know. It just felt so stupid to be at home. Honestly, I was at home in the middle of this pandemic, working my ass off for local governments who were just doing the bare minimum to not get sued. <laughs> like it just felt so stupid and futile. Um, and I knew that I couldn't do it indefinitely. And I knew something felt off, but I didn't know what to do because on paper, everything looked fine. And I feel like that's been the theme of my life for a long time of like being very privileged and fortunate and having found success in those step ladders of like graduate high school, go to a good school, get a good job, X, Y, and Z. And it's unfulfilling. It's so unfulfilling. And I realized, I feel like I had this kind of identity crisis also where I was like, who am I? And what the fuck am I fighting for? And what is this like success metric based on? Because it's not based on my own ideas because then I would be happy. It's definitely based on somebody else's, but not knowing what to do with that. And I think for me, I was trying to figure out, can I go back to school? Can I switch up even the dynamic of like the work that I'm doing? Because the, the topic being focused around like, environmental science and technology and GIS and mapping is stuff I know I'm interested in but it just was it didn't feel right so it's like maybe I'll go back to school I love learning um things like that so I actually my roommate at the time my housemate at the time found the grad school program that I'm about to graduate from via Google and she texted it to me one day and said hey I think you might like this and I've been talking about mixing it up and I applied in a whirlwind within about a week of finding out. And then I got in a couple of weeks later and it was crazy and very fortunate. Um, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. School's going to be good. It's going to be fun, different dynamic. And it was definitely the spirit of fuck yes. And then my second fuck yes was also, I'm going to move to Maui because my grandma lives here. And I was also just really sick of spending so 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 much money on rent in Santa Cruz Santa Cruz I love it great city I mean it has its issues but even the place I was living at I love my house in Santa Cruz could walk to the beach could walk downtown all that stuff could walk to Sydney's house down the street but I just wanted something different and I do feel like your physical environment can offer sometimes the shake up that you need oh. and my family has downsized their home since I moved out like we I don't really have a room anywhere for lack of a better word or better way to describe it but my grandma lives here in Maui my auntie and uncle my cousin lived down the street um so yeah basically I decided to move to Maui decided to go to grad school then cherry on top I decided to quit my corporate job which was probably one of the scariest decisions I've ever made until I made it it was so terrifying because it was like everything that I had do I just chuck it out the window like everything I've worked for just throw it away for what I don't know but it just felt right like I knew in my gut that it was just a matter of time before I was gonna pull the plug on that job um and fortunately I was able to leave gracefully and didn't burn any bridges and they left the door open for me to come back which is amazing um but all of that stuff aside, I basically transformed my day-to-day lifestyle. So now instead of working, you know, it wasn't even a nine to five, I would say it was like a 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. 
corporate stress job Monday through Friday. Now I work at a coffee shop and I make lattes four days a week with my best friends on the island. And I go to grad school studying the shit that I'm most interested in with people who are really fucking smart and really bright. Met a lot of really cool classmates who have become some of my really good friends through that program. Um, And then, of course, wondering, like, what the hell do I do after graduation from because it was a fun little a fun little year doing my master's and, you know, being the barista. But then I was like, okay, what do I do now? Do I just keep working um, at the coffee shop or what? And so then I was like, you know what? I want to travel. I've never really traveled before. I don't have the means to travel on my own financially. So I found this program and I applied to be an au pair, which is basically a live-in nanny. And so now I'm going to move to Australia in October and I'll be living with a host family in, yeah, a a city outside of Sydney, your namesake, but not your namesake. Um, Yeah, I'm going to be moving to Australia to basically become a part of this family and watch their kids and help out it's three little boys they're going to be amazing um and it's going to be the first time in my life that I've not had either a serious like corporate job or school ever so it's going to be like I'm just so excited to have weekends again because I don't feel like I've ever really had like proper off time and what I love about service jobs and things like that um, is when you clock out, you clock out, right? It's like you show up, you're there, you do your work and you leave and you don't take it with you and you don't think about, because there's literally nothing you can do. Like if I, if I fucked up somebody's, you know, drink order this morning, when I'm sitting at home at 4 p.m. and the coffee shop is closed, that person is long gone. Like there's nothing to do about it. There's no point in stressing. And it's such a refreshing kind of work-life balance that I, I didn't have before. So I'm super excited. I've got a lot of fuck yeses to look forward to. But I think for me, and something that I've learned is like, obviously, my ability to shift my life like that comes from immense privilege. And I have like, the resources to have gotten me my backing academically and professionally so that whenever my little kumbaya runs out and I I have the privilege of being able to step back into the corporate world, right, which I understand not everybody has. Um, and the ability to like live with family while I'm going to school and find these things. But that aside, if you have the means to do that, like it's not as scary as it seems. And I feel like I've gotten annoyingly kind of like preachy about it in recent months, because I don't, which I don't love, but I do feel like it's like, it's not as scary as you think. And all it takes is like saying it out loud, talking about it, make it happen and just do it. Like you can kind of almost always like go back like the worst case scenario is you have to revert to what you were already doing you have to come back you have to like swallow your pride a little bit and come walking back and be like oh I made a mistake I want to come back to what I had which most of the times you can like but I just don't think you will regret taking a chance for yourself if it feels right and especially for me be I hate the pressure that we have especially as women to like capitalize on our youth I just feel like it's really fucked up and an unnecessary pressure that we feel where like our worth starts to diminish and our opportunities start to diminish after we hit 30 something you know and so I do feel this pressure but I think kind of leaning into that and be like yeah I don't have a partner or a spouse or property or children or, you know, I don't have things that are tying me any place or any to any role. Um, so taking advantage of it when you can. But it also doesn't have to be so dramatic. Like, you don't have to change your whole life <laughs> across the world. But, like, you just, really embraced fuck yes. I'm, like- I'm fuck yesing, right? This is my fuck yes era, for sure. Yes. And I love that. <laughs> I love that you did that. And you took this yeah. huge, like, leap of faith. But we're like, hey things need to change because this is not sustainable. I'm not happy. I'm yeah. build and I'm going to just shake the whole thing up and fuck. Yes. This bitch up. Like yeah. I love that you did. And you know, have embraced it with open arms and it's been like such an awesome journey to watch you. Thank conquer. you. 
Oh, well, thank you. And I also think like my, just to add some context, like my tendency as a human is to like cut and run the things. I'm like, it's not working. Like let's flip it on its head. Like, I don't know. I feel like sometimes I get a little bit carried away with like ideas or like things to do or like, I don't know, cut people off or like you change things entirely where it's like, it doesn't always have to be that dramatic. So I also want to, I don't know, give credit to the smaller fuck yeses out there because those can still help tremendously and be in dance class is awesome yeah go to pole class girl fuck yes absolutely absolutely but yeah I feel like just the more that and I also feel like it's a beautiful thing to get older and kind of just get to know yourself a little bit better yes and get to know like what is a fuck yes for you at this moment in your life because it's probably not what it used to be and no. it's okay that it changes over time. Exactly. Well, and I just, I love that point too of like getting to know who you are. And I feel like as I'm getting older, I am like metamorphosizing into this butterfly and I'm getting to yeah. a point where like, I'm feeling like a complete butterfly at this point of like, okay, like <laughs> peaceful butterfly self and I'm ready to fly. And, you know, okay, I get I'm it. growing and evolving and changing, which is great. But you know, like we're in our 20s and I feel like in our early 20s it's this like oh who am I like I've like done this thing where I've gone to school I've done all this stuff yeah formed and like done what society has like expected of me mm-hmm. and then you like for me at least this moment happened when I graduated college of like oh okay I had this thing signed up where I was just like in school that's like what I was doing with my life and it was yeah. like because that's what was expected of me and now yeah. the world's my oyster because I'm not in school anymore so like who am I and like what do I want to do with my life and that was like a oh shit moment of panic and my journey was not linear at all to get to where I am you know like that lots of twists and turns and tears and it was difficult but like I'm also so thankful for that that painful difficult journey because it got me to where I am and I'm excited to see where it will take me and yeah sure it will be continued to filled with tears and hardship and yeah and what that's that's life and it's beautiful yeah. but yeah being able to really discover who you are is such yeah. an awesome thing and I think 20s get such a bad rep too of like oh your 20s are meant for fun and all this stuff which like I agree and I think there's so much change that comes within your 20s but I'm also and like 30 I still have like a little bit of time but I'm feeling really excited for 30 of like ah oh, yeah like really blossom in yeah 30, you know? totally totally yeah I feel like also looking back the maturity thing is real and like you <laughs> I look back at myself when I was 22 or whatever and yeah. thinking at the time that I knew who I was and whatever, but being able to see that, yeah, you can continue to change and like, that's okay. And that's kind of the point. And things don't have to be hardwired. You can be one person now. Yeah. If you're a totally different person. Yeah. Next month, next year, five years from now, like more power to you. If you can yeah. fully embrace who you are and like not do what others are expecting of you, but do what you expect of yourself. Yeah. Totally. And I feel like too, it's scary to look too far ahead. And I think that's maybe something that I was feeling too, with wanting to shake it up is you're kind of like digging in to your life and like preparing for the future for like the fruits of your labor to kind of blossom for a version of you that might not even want that. And like, that's scary. And so think for me too, I was like, well, if current me wants this, like as much as you possibly can, like being present with what's going to be fulfilling in the moment for you and I feel like the moment so to speak could have a longer you know time frame it doesn't have to be like today it could be like this chapter of your life or whatever but being able to honor that like whatever you're feeling right now is okay and it's okay if it doesn't last forever like you can go on your whim and do your thing or like you can be really like studious or you can focus on that or you can be a corporate boss bitch like whatever you don't have to be that version of you forever so if it feels like it's running out and it feels like it's tiresome and it's not fitting you anymore that's fine like I hate this idea that you have to be like one thing for your life and like that's and I feel like it's so tied to 
just like capitalism in general like people understand you by what you do for work also how stupid that it's like okay you're 18 you need to have your shit together yeah pick it pick your thing and what you want to do for the rest of your life like what an unrealistic expectation and also why put so much worth in what you do like that is such a small subset yeah of who who you are it's just what you do but we our society so much correlates what you do to yeah who you are yeah like so much identity wrapped up in that and that i mean for some people might be a really great thing and for others yeah so I think it's an interesting thing because it's like obviously problematic for so many reasons but then I also totally place people by what they do like if somebody tells me they're like a kindergarten teacher or they tell me they're a stockbroker like I'm gonna think a lot of whole different things about their like even their like morals and what they think about the world and what they probably do with their time and like x y and z which is not a good like you know judgment to have necessarily but, but I feel like it's matter. To, I mean, like yeah. some people's demeanors, it's like, oh yeah, that fits. Even for myself, I have pride in like, yes, I'm an acupuncturist, and people yeah. are like, you're this like spiritual witchy lady, which and you're I like, yes. do identify with. <laughs> yeah, like yes, I very much am, and that's not a bad thing. Yeah, like, yeah, you know? totally. And I feel like that just comes from like work and life not being separate. So it's like your work becomes your personal life. So inherently what you do for work is going to influence what you do with your out of work time most of the time. But yeah, I just feel like it's okay to be a couple different things, you know, and like try. And it's also super fun. Like even when thinking about like journaling prompts and things to look back and think of like, look at all the little versions of me. Like, that's so cool. I was, I've been so many different people in my life and yet they were all me, you know, and they all are still with me and will always be with me, but it's just a different kind of culmination coming out now. But we're multifaceted, like humans are complex and we don't have yeah. role or set. Yeah. It's so weird. I feel like I could totally derail this conversation. Maybe we should save it for another time. But yeah, I feel like also just like your own self-identity is fascinating and like do you even ever know yourself because I feel like sometimes I look inward and I'm like who am I I'm like I don't even know and I know that our next episode (laughs) yeah maybe we should save it because I'm gonna lose my mind identity well I feel like identity can mean so many different things oh yeah it can have so many different I don't know repercussions I guess for your life but yeah just thinking about like your own presentation and your own presence in the world what that means to you and yeah well let's just tune in for the next week yeah. well, thanks for tuning in this week <laughs> you enjoyed this first podcast yeah it's kind of all over the board but i yeah, also hopefully that made some sense i don't know that it has this natural flow and that's like what i think you know we're yeah. just chatting, chats with friends so just doing it and next week if you're curious to hear about our thoughts on yeah identity yeah and just let us know like should we record this or not (laughs) i think it's good to be recorded as i'm excited to have this podcast with you thank you to anybody out there thanks for listening what is it like subscribe smash the subscribe button please smash we put out new videos every time we do which has not been yet but so tune in next week for more of this goodness yeah and yeah what have a dandy dandy pee or what (laughs) (laughs) we'll need a better all right